Listening Dog Media. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The FIFA Women's World Cup 2015. Brought to you by the Offside Rule and Audio Boom. Hello and a very warm welcome to our second podcast of the 2015 FIFA Women's World Cup from out here in Canada. It's the end of the first week. Myself, Kate Borsay and Lindsay Hooper for the Offside Rule. We get it along with Audio Boom. We've had a good first week, haven't we, Linz? We have and it's party night tonight. If you can hear that in the background, Moncton has come alive. <laughs> Hopefully all for England to celebrate their first three points. Uh, 2-1 winners over Mexico earlier today as we're recording this on the evening that the England players are out all rejoicing. Yeah, the England players are out on the town. Two out of three group games done, so one more to go. And if we can achieve a result against Colombia, things look good for England. And they look good for this podcast too. Let's tell you what's coming up on the show today. We're going to be talking about WSL players, the Women's Super League players who are also featuring in this World Cup, but not in the England team. Uh, Perhaps a few you didn't realise were out here playing. Um, Quick fire questions with Jade Moore. We've made a bit of a feature of this one. We've got some great answers from Jade Moore and the England team. And our brand new feature, Tell on Your Roomie, to be said in kind of an American-Canadian accent. Tell on Your Roomie. Um, With Jordan Nobbs and Jodie Taylor, two stars of the England team, both injured at the moment. And that means they've been spending a lot of time together. So they gave us a lot of great material for Tell on Your Roomie as they reveal uh, the answers to questions about each other and sharing a room and there's there's even a photo to accompany this one yes i think a little tub of vaseline makes an appearance also worth saying as well with the quick fire questions jade moore she actually started in today's game against mexico had a great performance so it's really nice to have her in the podcast celebrating all of that um we've got all that to come plus more haven't we we certainly have. In fact, we're going to start with standout moments, as we did with the last podcast. If you've been kind of uh, briefly tuning in um, to this Women's World Cup, you might want to hear about some of the news lines that you missed from the tournament out here. So let's go to some of our favourite standout moments after this second lot of group games have concluded. Lindsay, what have you picked out? 
Well, I think after Canada got off to a, a great start with Christine Sinclair firing them with that 93rd minute penalty to three points in their opening game, I was a tad disappointed with how the hosts did against New Zealand. And there was a lot to go into this game because John Herbman used to manage the New Zealand side. In fact, he pretty much brought that squad through in its entirety to its current state. So everyone thinking that he'd weigh them up very well and Canada would go out and get all six points they needed and know they were progressing through to the next stages. But it was actually a nil-nil draw against New Zealand. And I, I was a touch underwhelmed by the Canadian performance because as the hosts, we want them to do well because on nights like this, we know it will be more electric if they have. And let's be honest, anything that makes Moncton electric is fine <laughs> by us. We are looking forward to getting to Montreal. The people of Moncton have been so accommodating, so lovely. Um, but I think we've done our time here after seven nights. So next up for us in just a few hours' time is Montreal. Some standout moments for me from this last round of games. Well, really, I've been a bit underwhelmed by USA. They drew against Sweden, and actually, that very nearly wasn't a draw, only rescued, really, at the last minute by a USA defender. And I think, really, I'm looking for them to get into their next gear. I'm looking for impressive stuff from someone who many tipped, a team who many tipped, to boss at this World Cup. They haven't really shown that yet, have they? They haven't. I think we've both uh, chosen their underwhelming performances. So let's throw in some, some other elements. Uh, Norway, the best free kick, the best set piece we've seen yet. Marin Mjelda, who, uh, who managed to get a goal for Norway against Germany. That was a one-all draw. A big game, that as well. And for her to step forward and just lovely, tucking it into the top left-hand corner, uh, a great free kick. Um, I, I'm hoping we'll get more set pieces like that. It's made us nervous as England fans because if we finish second in our group, we meet the second place team in that Germany-Norway group. And we thought that that was going to be uh, Norway. But if Norway carry on making great strides, they'd have to make up a great goal difference, wouldn't they? Um, uh, we could, by some fluke, end up meeting Germany sooner than we thought. Looking at another game and a terrific scoreline, this one for Switzerland. Switzerland-Ecuador. Switzerland winning 10-1. It was only 2-0 to them at half-time. Yeah, the highest scoring game of the competition so far as well. And I know that there's uh, Ponce, who we want to give a special mention to. <laughs> Bless her. Yeah, she uh, ponced a couple of goals for the wrong team, didn't she? She, she did. got a hat-trick. <laughs> yeah, she did get a hat-trick. She scored a goal for, for Ecuador, but two own goals that meant once. And by the way, that number of goals, 11 goals, equals the most goals in a World Cup finals ever. Also worth mentioning that Ecuador, it's looking like they're going to be going home after that result. You would think so, wouldn't you, after shipping 10 goals in? Um, also going home by the looks of it, Ivory Coast. So of course, they have got their final group game still to play, but it's more for pride now. The shot result from the second group games, I think, has to be France losing to Colombia. Colombia now top of Group F, the group that England's in. I don't think anyone expected to see that after two games. And uh, France going into that game today, many thinking, was this a tactic? Was this their way of trying to finish second in the group to avoid the likes of Germany? But the way that it is now with England in second after beating Mexico and going into these final games, I don't think you can say that is the case because anything can happen now. Any result could really sort of have an effect on whether England finish runners-up, third, or maybe even winners of the group. So I think France playing a, a tricky game. Many as well who we've spoken to here in Moncton, tipping them to go all the way to the final. Mark Sampson himself said it in one of his interviews that he thought France would go to the final. A couple of journalists that we've been speaking to, Tony Leighton favours them. Um, this will be a result that's really put a cat amongst the pigeons. Um, so their 2-0 defeat to Colombia, which we saw the end of, and um, an awful goal that they conceded right at the death.
death, but it was all over by then, I think. Um, I think that's going to be the shock. And also two teams to mention that have got congratulations in order are Japan and Brazil, the first two teams to make it through to the next stages with one game still to play. A standout moment for me on a personal level, Lindsay, is just what great access we've had to the England team and also to their friends and family out here in Moncton. It's a very small town. In fact, it's actually a city, believe it or not, no bigger than about Ipswich. Um, but uh, we've had great access to the family and friends who've been so accommodating and so welcoming to us. And if you pop onto the Audio Boom channel for the Women's World Cup, you'll see plenty of interviews, fathers and daughters and all sorts going on there. Um, we've made friends with Tony Duggan's granddad. We've made friends with Steph Horton's dad, Len, who was sat next to us at the game today. And, and actually, you can hear his voice in some of our audio. Karen Carney's mum and dad as well. They must have been absolutely chuffed to bits yeah. when they saw Karen Carney's head get on the end of that. Uh, put England 2-0 up in the game at the time. Um, we, we've loved getting the access that we've got. Um, we've tried to have a bit of fun as well, haven't we, with the players? We certainly have. Um, quick fire questions is a feature that we've been doing with the players. And let's uh, listen to Jade Moore now as, Lindsay, you fire those quick questions at her. Have you ever seen anything like this? For the latest from the Women's World Cup, including blogs and features, go to offsiderulepodcast.com. I'm with Jade Moore, and I'm going to give you some quick fire questions. Um, just your natural response to these would be great. So the favourite meal that you've had since you got here? Fish and chips. Uh, something that you didn't know about Canada? Uh, there's a place called Moncton. <laughs> I didn't know that either. <laughs> um, who's had the longest lion? Probably Jill Scott. Who wears the most makeup on the pitch? Alex Greenwood. There's a toss-up here between Alex Greenwood and... Tony Duggan. Yeah, I knew you were going to come up back with that. Um, who's most likely to forget their room key? Probably Jill Scott. Or Tony Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming up a lot. Um, the most fashionable woman in football? You can go outside of England for this? The Germany manager. What's her name? She's pretty fashionable, isn't she? Yeah, her. <laughs> um, you, the best good luck message that you had? Probably the one from my sister. With, she just had newborn twins, and my little nephew wrote some, um, did some designer sort of cardboard cutout things that said good luck. So, oh, brilliant. And, and name and shame them? Melissa Moore and Lewis Hannaby. And then the twins are called Jesse and Bo. Your favourite player from another team? Vera Bouquet from Spain. She played against her in Champions League. She was really good. The best song to warm up to? I've got a feeling. Black Eyed, please. Good choice. And who has the best celebration dance off the pitch? We're talking in the bars. Uh, Leanne Sanderson and Eniola Luco, them two when they're together, they've got some rascal dance moves. Rascal ones. Uh, you know what, I feel like I should make them up some sort of trophy for the end of this, because after everyone we've spoken to, they've all said those two, so they, they deserve something afterwards. Yeah, they deserve a dance-off between them both. That's an idea. Yeah. We'll get the video out for that one. Thanks very much, Jade. No problem, thank you. Hi, I'm Leanne Sanderson, I'm loving being out in Canada for the 2015 Women's World Cup. With the offside rule, we get it great to get to know a little bit more about Jade Moore, isn't it? Let's head on to topic two, Lindsay. Um, this is all about WSL players who are featuring over here in the World Cup in Canada, but not for the England team. Um, let's, uh, let's get a couple of names from you. Well, I was quite inspired by Mark Sampson, who described Frank Kirby as a mini Messi, <laughs> to look into... It's the kiss of death. It's the kiss of death. I know. We were sort of raising eyebrows at that one, hoping she isn't taking the pressure of that on her little shoulders too much. But Mark Sampson 
has also referred to another player, one that's out here playing for Spain because he used to manage Natalia at Bristol Academy. She now plays for Arsenal Ladies in the WSL. But when she was at Bristol Academy, Mark Sampson, the then manager, described her as the answer to Swansea's Spanish striker, Michu. Um, so we've had another comparison from Mark Sampson there. Well, Natalia, let me tell you a little bit more about her. She's 29 right now, but she actually was captain of Rayo Vallecano, and uh, but that was before moving to England, where she scored over 300 goals, over 200 in the league. Um, she's then since joined Arsenal ladies. We're hoping she'll be a regular feature in the women's top flight. Um, having moved from Bristol Academy, she's obviously enjoying her time in England. Um, whether we can hold on to her for a few more years to come remains to be seen. But over here with Spain, they are debutantes in this World Cup. I don't know whether they will progress much further, but Natalia, it's been good to see her. Vicky Lasada, of course, featuring for Spain too. But I'm going to go to South Korea in Jisoo Young, a player who many of you will know if you're avid followers of WSL. She's the PFA Women's Player of the Year. She's the FA Women's Awards Player of the Year as well. She now plays for Chelsea Ladies and um, dubbed by Korean media as G Messi. So Mark Sampson calling Frank Kirby Mini Messi. According to Korean media, Jisoo Young is G Messi. Uh, see, uh, she became the youngest goalscorer in South Korean history when she uh, came on at the age of 15 and scored for her country. Pace, skill, good judgment, all attributes um, that you can credit uh, G with. She scored tonight as well, actually, her first goal um, at this tournament. And I'm looking forward to seeing more of her. Quite how far South Korea are going to progress is another thing. But um, it's certainly enjoyable to see some of the WSL stars light up the tournament. Uh, covering WSL as well, I, I can point out that G actually has the largest amount of media following her in England. So of all the players we've seen, and I'll, I'll move on to one now, the very first African footballer to join the WSL, um, it is her that has the biggest TV crew. Um, they want to snap every little bit that she does. Um, but one getting much attention because of the past 12 months she's having is forward Azizat Oshawala, who plays for Nigeria. They were my tippers dark horses. Their second group game not going so well. Uh, they did manage an impressive three all draw with Sweden in the opening game and actually um, Azizat scored the second goal in that match. Uh, Footballer of the Year with the BBC voted that. Also the one, the, the best and highest goal scorer at the 2014 Under 20 Women's World Cup. Uh, she's also been best player and second top goal scorer for the Super Falcons who won the 2014 African Women's Championships. So accolades coming out of her ears. I know that Louise Taylor who writes for The Guardian has written some lovely things about her out here in Canada. I'd like to see more from her. Uh, I hope Nigeria do prove to be the underdogs in this tournament, um, but we'll need an, a really good, impressive performance from them in, in their final group game in order for them to progress now, I think. But as is at Oshawala, one to watch for the future, certainly. Now, this tournament means a lot, of course, for all of the host nations team. Uh, Desiree Scott, uh, a great example of that. She plays for Notts County. Um, she is Canadian. She grew up in Winnipeg, one of the host cities of this tournament, known as the Destroyer. Oh, yes. Uh, she's a midfielder, 27 years old, and those of you who are Notts County fans or fans of the WSL will know all about her. Great to see her in this tournament. She picked up a yellow card in Canada's first game, that narrow win against China. So she's got to be careful uh, with herself, and she um, was pretty muted for the rest of that game. I'm looking forward to seeing a little bit more of her. As we mentioned earlier, Canada not making the strides that we'd like them to, but Desiree Scott in midfield could be key for them if she sets her mind to it. Um, little known fact about her, she's a Zumba in instructor.
Yeah, you go join Notts County last February, and I think the Zumba happened in the UK, as far as I can tell. Well, a new feature that myself and Kate Borsay have been working on, scratching our heads, every bit of downtime that we've had in Moncton has been coming up with questions that you could ask a roomie. Can I reveal as well the very final podcast we do out in Canada? Myself and Kate are going to partake in this because we're, yes, sharing a room right now. <laughs> we certainly are. Um, it's not just every bit of spare time being spent thinking about the questions. It's every bit of spare time trying to find a stationery store <laughs> to buy some cards to make the question cards on. That was amazing in itself wasn't it <laughs> we, we went to the post office after several days of trying to ask for a stationery store and ended up in the drugstore where we successfully managed to find every bit of stationery that we've been longing for for the last five days including a nice a nice shiny notebook for you as well Lindsay anyway we've got everything we needed and uh, we sat down with Jordan Nobbs and Jodie Taylor you were the question master on this one Lindsay what the cards were yeah. I just started <laughs> things off we got some great answers so good in fact that the girls wanted to carry on normally they only get four questions each but if you hear a few more in this it's because the girls were enjoying themselves so much they decided to go through the whole question pack for exclusive video from the women's world cup visit our youtube channel the offside rule tv Jodie Taylor, Jordan Nubbs, this is Tell on Your Roomie and you're going to take control now. I'm going to start with Jordan. One thing your roomie knows about you that the rest of the squad don't. These men are kept secret, aren't they? <laughs> Probably, I'm going to say, my frustration about my hamstring. Yes. I'd say it's a, it's a big one, so I've got a little niggle at the moment, which I think Jodie gets the full brunt of a lot of the time. Does your roomie do anything funny in her sleep? Uh, <laughs> um, not on this trip. I think on past trips, I think Jordan slept up a little bit. I can't actually remember what she had said once in her sleep, but it actually did make me giggle. I, I completely forgot the next day, but I think she does sleep talk a little bit. Does your roomie have any set routine? This one thing I actually do know about Jodie. Jodie has the most set routine all the time. Like, anything that goes on, she'll literally be like, right, I'm going to do this at three, this at ten past three, this at 15 minutes past three, and then, like, so a whole day's planned out. But then she'll probably say about 50 times in the day, I reckon. So I do know her set routine quite a lot. The one item your roomie always borrows, potentially room keys. I think you're always <laughs> misplacing a room keys. I've got your key. Um, outside of that, she's pretty good. She, she has most of her own stuff. Um, but I'm always happy to share with Jordan. That's not an issue anyway. Who is it your roomie talks about the most? <laughs> I know which one maybe, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say Ritan too. Um, Ritan's our doctor, so... I think Geordie spends a lot of time with him at the moment. Um, I get to hear a lot about that, yeah, about her in return. <laughs> what was the last drop your roomie threw? <laughs> um, I would probably say um, maybe a few days ago. Again, just frustration with uh, hamstring niggle. But she is quite a positive roomie to have around, so they are few and far between. Um, one thing that your roomie has done that has made you laugh... We were trying on leisure wear um, the last trip and just some of the kit wasn't the most flattering but I was literally crying at Geordie put, trying it on because she just looked like Jesus was like thrown on like a robe. I don't know what it was but Geordie just did not suit this bit of clothing but I don't think, to be fair, I don't think many people would have been good flattering it but that was one thing I was crying for for quite a while. What is your roomie's favourite product? Um, at the minute, I would say flavor of the week is uh, this little Vaseline pot. <laughs> 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 
Um, she's got this cute, tiny little um, pot of Vaseline. It literally, it's like the smallest pot I've ever seen in my life. And she's been raving about it. And it's pretty cool, to be fair. So that's, that would be Jordan's favourite product. So finally, on a roomy basis out of 10, what do you give Jodie Jordan? Um, a good eight, eight out of 10. Jodie, out of 10? Eight and a half. Oh, <laughs> Eight and a half. She, she gets a half point more. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Jill Scott. You're listening to the Offside Rule out in Canada at the Women's World Cup with Audio Boom. And the great thing is, Lindsay, that Jordan and Jodie love this feature so much that they sent you a picture afterwards. <laughs> yes, I think just to go to prove that the Vaseline was only a small tub. <laughs> it was purely for that reason. Um, but yes, Jodie and Jordan in their room, uh, they've done a nice little selfie. So we've got that picture on OffsideRulePodcast.com, also an at OffsideRulePod, which is our Twitter account if you want to see it there. Uh, a reminder as well that all of our audio also goes up on AudioBoom.com and that feature in its entirety will be on there too. Yeah, it certainly will. Head over to audioboom.com and check out their Women's World Cup channel for not just us, but lots of other World Cup clippets of audio. You'll find everything you need to know there, and it's a great way of keeping abreast of what we're up to. Uh, England match days prove to be particularly busy for us, <laughs> don't they? About 33 to 35 pieces of audio. Our first ever match day was very, very busy. Um, we've loved bringing you these podcasts. We are heading to Montreal in just a few hours' time. I've got to have get to, packing. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to have to wake Lindsay Hooper up in a couple of hours uh, because we're both pretty tired, but looking forward to um, being in a new environment, being in Montreal. Um, we'll see you in a few days' time for the next podcast. Yeah, and we just want to say well done to the England ladies for getting their first win and good luck in the next game. The FIFA Women's World Cup 2015 brought to you by the Offside Rule and Audio Boom. Sports Social Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.